initiate mother was Katie Concanon. I am the daughter of Mary Jobasa. My clan was Swaddle Dog. Welcome to the Mad Max Minute, where dogs are swaddled in Mad Max Fury Road, one minute at a time. I'm Rick. And I'm Julia. And today we're talking about Minute 79, which begins with Furiosa identifying herself, and it ends with Furiosa standing before the Vuvalini. Get in, losers. We're going post-apocalyptic with our guests this week, Liz Whitaker and Allison Grimm from the Mean Girls Minute. Hi! Hello! <laughs> it just occurred to me whenever you called them, what, what the Vuvuleli? The Vuvalini. I'm going to be referring to them as Vuvuzela for the duration oh, of these podcast episodes. <laughs> so get ready for that. That is fair. That's not what they're called, the Vuvuzelas. Anyway, carry, carry on. That's my contribution. Honestly, with all of the different variations you could do on Vuvulini, Vuvuzela is totally within the realm of possibility. I think we'll also accept Volvalini. Go hog wild with it as long as it sounds close enough to rhyme. Tortellini? <laughs> Fettuccine? Tetrazzini? <laughs> tetrazzini? Chicken tetrazzini? <laughs> I just, <what> other pastas? <laughs> Rigatoni? That was the next one I had in my head, and I was like, no, that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> it's out. Oh, I read your mind. I even said it in the terrible Italian accent. <laughs> I knew what was happening. This is why people have us on shows together, because mm -hmm. they want it to go off the rails immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> You're like grease in a machine. Everything just works so smoothly as soon as it kicks off. No, that's sweat. <laughs> I'm just sweating. Yeah, we're like, we're sweating the machine. <laughs> <laughs> like if a machine could sweat, that would be would me be and Liz me. podcasting. <laughs> also me. So Liz, you come into this situation with a rather unique outlook i would say yes i'm from the clan swaddle dog <laughs> no this is the first time i've ever seen any of this franchise i've seen three minutes of this franchise now liz has seen three movies <laughs> <laughs> two of them are star them. wars yeah I've star wars two <laughs> i've seen nine star wars movies mean oh, girls you've seen titanic titanic and um the human centipede no, definitely not that. <laughs> I think that might be it, guys. Aladdin. I've seen Aladdin. Have you seen The Lion King? No, I've seen most Disney movies also. Okay. So Liz has no idea what we're talking about. Allison, how much do you know of what we're talking about? <laughs> so I've seen Fury Road, uh, but the only other Mad Max movie I've seen is The Road Warriors, which I actually just watched for the first time yesterday. Mm. Yeah. Um, my husband had told me that it influenced a lot of 80s wrestling and watching the movie you know it's real subtle but i can i can kind of tell how it did you know just you have to really be watching for those little details that look like 80s wrestling i have to admit that i am disappointed in you and i rick that we didn't pick up on that and explore that when we were covering the road warrior <sighs> well in my defense i didn't have a lot of experience with 80s wrestling oh because my parents were not fans of the genre. 
Uh, I I also wasn't allowed to watch wrestling growing up, so yeah. I'm there with you. And I really haven't gone back to explore it. Uh, I got a taste of wrestling in the 90s, but that was because of action figures, mm. and it didn't inspire me to explore that rich theatrical tapestry that exists out there in the entertainosphere. The thing about wrestling is that it's so stupid. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I try so hard to appreciate the physicality and the theatricalness to it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I agree. It's just dumb. It's so dumb. That's what's great about it. The dumber it is, the more I like it. <laughs> I can't get past how dumb it is. Uh, but I see how other people can get past it and enjoy it. I mean, stuff that's so dumb it's good is like my reason for living that's my favorite thing and my husband likes to say that like it explains my taste in men (laughs) that's his joke not mine so he can't get mad at me (laughs) the one experience i did have of this movie before the three minutes i watched to do this podcast were so every year at san diego comic-con her universe does a fashion show where it's like nerd themed fashion show and the winner in 2016 or 2017 what whatever year would have been the year after this came out i'm good at guys i'm sick i'm sorry the winning design was based on furiosa oh and it was oh, nice a that's really lovely cool. gown of sandy tones <laughs> that i will okay. try and find an image of but what, what year what year did this movie come out? 15. Okay. So probably the 2016. That sounds right. Yeah. So that I, I knew who Furiosa was as a character based on a gown that was inspired by her. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I feel like you'd like this movie, Liz. It made a lot of uh, male nerds on the internet very angry. Oh, so yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. So yeah, you'd like it. <laughs> so we actually get to know Furiosa a little bit better in this minute because as she's Walking away from the war rig, she's showing unseen eyes that she is indeed unarmed, and she is calling out that her initiate mother was KT Concannon, and that she is the daughter of Mary Jabasa. Which, admittedly, I would argue means very little to us as movie viewers. Yes. These are the first times we're hearing these names in the context of the movie, and I think they're just little bits of flavoring that are thrown in so that Furiosa won't get shot. And it kind of, you know, makes us regard, it humanizes Furiosa in a way. You know, she has a family. She came from somebody. Because yeah. it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but I, I seem to remember that up to about this point, we don't really know that much about her personally. I could be wrong, but. She's a person with a mom. Mm-hmm. People have moms. So she's just yeah. like the rest of us. Oh, It's really oh. appropriate that we're recording this on Mother's Day. Right. Furiosas, they're just like us. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I mentioned that we've never heard the name KT Concannon in the movies before, and that's because there is a detail that I learned from watching the Mad Max Bible YouTube page that back in the original script for Mad Max in 1979, the probie that is wasted by the Knight Rider, which kicks off the initial chase, is a rookie named Concannon. Hmm. So the name didn't just pop out of the ether, it's been floating around in the Mad Max paperwork for nigh on 30 some odd years and it surfaces again here i don't know if there's any sort of meaning that we're supposed to derive from that that there's a direct link but hey it exists there and here so that's kind of cool 
I could not find anything about Mary Jabasa specifically other than a discussion on Reddit, a thread where people were talking about Furiosa. And over the course of this minute and I think a little bit of Wednesday's minute, but mostly here, we realized that Furiosa is not a name that she got from Joe or the War Boys or anything. She was born and raised as Furiosa. So Mary Jabasa looked at this little baby and said, I'm going to name this girl Furiosa. <laughs> Amazing. She was real angry. <laughs> oh, what a great mom. <laughs> Perhaps it's a case of who said skier? Peekaboo Street, mm -hmm. who she chose her own name because her parents just didn't give her a name or gave her like a placeholder name until she was old enough to choose one herself. Really? And of course, she chose Peekaboo because she was a toddler at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that. I mean, it makes a lot of sense now. So yeah. many things yeah. are falling into place. <laughs> also, I haven't thought about Peekaboo Street in a really long time. <laughs> You know, I just think about her like once a month for oh, <laughs> just like the memories. Yeah, I have no idea why, but I think about her a lot, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually do I think no about her on why. a pretty regular basis. <laughs> it's odd. Liz has it on her Google calendar. <laughs> just It's time to think about Peekaboo Street again. It's a monthly <laughs> recurring reminder. just dings yeah. up every 15th of the month. <laughs> it's Peekaboo Street well, Day! She's like one of the old gods. If you forget about her, she'll not exist anymore. You have to keep her alive in your memory in order for her to exist. It's my job. I yeah. was I was assigned Peekaboo Street. Liz is a priestess of Peekaboo Street. <laughs> <laughs> is it odd that I've never been snow skiing? <laughs> that I should uh, be the keeper of the Temple of Street? Nah. <laughs> I think they prefer it that way, actually, because okay. uh, you're less likely to die in a skiing accident. Great. I think that tracks. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Out. Yeah. Just a quick side note. The sibling of Peekaboo Street, and I don't know if this is a male or a female name, <laughs> so I don't know if it's a brother or sister, but the sibling of Peekaboo Street is named Baba Jomo Street. <laughs> okay, so a, a baby so also picked that. I'm sure. So, so the policy yeah. of letting your children pick their own names mixed results. Peekaboo actually is a fairly cool name because it's it's spelled kind of cool, right? It's like cute. it's almost like spelled it. like Pikachu or something. It's like P I K A. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It's P I C A B O. That's right. Yeah. Picabo. Yeah. Yes, Picabo. That sounds like something you'd get at Chipotle. <laughs> Sorry, for our international listeners, Chipotle is a place where you go and get several diarrhea. hours later you get diarrhea. <laughs> I love Chipotle. I love Chipotle, too. It's I don't delicious, know and I always regret it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Another thing I learned from Reddit is that there exists an Italian epic poem called Orlando Furioso, which uh. translated means Raging Roland. That doesn't help me in the initial, but the fact that there is an epic poem called Orlando Furioso about a guy who is, I guess, some Furioso. sort of general or something, and he betrays his emperor and then goes insane. So it's cool. like another cool thing that is related to the name Furiosa, because she is rebelling against an emperor, meaning Joe, and you know she's mm -hmm. doing crazy stuff. Thanks, Reddit. Well, that's the only time anyone's ever said that. Yeah, right. I was going to say, also, from Reddit, you learned that this movie is full of uh, soy boy cucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got to grow something Reddit. at the Citadel. <laughs> it might soy. as well be soy. <laughs> 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 
Now, going further into Furiosa's history, we learn that her clan's name was specifically called Swaddle Dog. I don't know where they get their clans from or how many clans there were, but it did do me the solid of allowing me to search Swaddled Dogs in Google Image Search, and that did not <laughs> disappoint at oh, all. Oh, I bet it did not. Oh, man. Do you have things... To share with the class, or did you only bring one for yourself? Well, I didn't bring any pictures, because <laughs> it's podcast, and I don't usually bring pictures, but I'm sure I can post <laughs> them on the listener wrong. page. But I did find a article on LuckyPuppyMag.com, where it talks about using swaddling as a way to help your dogs feel less anxious around thunderstorms. Oh, yeah, like a thunder shirt. Yeah. Oh, boy. The first image is just perfect. Yeah. There are a lot of people out there that will practice swaddling in general on their dogs and just turn them into little doggy burritos. Yes. <laughs> I like the second one that's just held shut with binder clips. <laughs> oh, when swaddling's too difficult, get the office supplies. <laughs> And that's when you get caught stealing office supplies from work and you have to explain <laughs> you're why to you're taking your home dog. all these binder clips. <laughs> binder clips are a dime a dozen. They can spare a few. Not that I've ever stolen binder clips from work or anything. Oh, of course not. Who would do such Certainly a thing? not to hold my cables in place because I'm a trash human. <laughs> <laughs> so something about identifying her clan and her initiate mother and who her actual mother was, it clicks with the Valkyrie who's sitting up there on the tower and she stands up and she does this, I consider it a Xena yell because that's immediately what I Oh, that's a Xena yell. Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Good. Liz, have you ever seen Xena? Maybe like an it's episode a, or two. It's a TV show. Not yeah, a I know. Well, so I know. No I know excuse. Like, <laughs> I know what things are even if I haven't seen them. But Allow no, me to mansplain Xena to you. Can you please? Because I have not like <laughs> seen all of it. She's a warrior princess. Yes. She was played by Lucy Lawless, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She got blue eyes. I, re- I know what she looks like. <laughs> I don't know anything about the show. Lesbian icon. Great. I'm pretty sure the Xena TV show was actually filmed either in New Zealand or Australia. Uh, I want to see New Zealand. I agree. Excellent. I think it was New Zealand. Great context on what happens in the show to tell me about the Xena yell. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. it was definitely filmed in New Zealand, which is not exactly Australia, but geographically, it's close. Indeed. You're gonna you got so it. Much don't say that to people that. from New Zealand. Don't get mad. <laughs> you know, I don't think people are allowed to get mad when you describe their home country as geographically close to something. I'm not saying that Australians and New Zealanders to where are the we same. All are. <laughs> saying that New Zealand and Australians are the same is like saying that Canadians are like Americans. And that's just not true. Which is totally unfair to Canadians. Well, there are North Americans. Well, if I want to get extreme, I could say it's like comparing Canadians to Mexicans. And they're definitely not the same. Oh, they're exactly the same. Really? Show me a Canadian yeah. that knows how to spice their food. <laughs> Fair enough. Shots fired. <laughs> Ooh. And there goes the Canadian demographic. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Leave the poutine. <laughs> Please. <laughs> can we add some spice to it? Oh my gosh. Uh, if, you well, can try. I would gladly exchange poutine for like... Any sort of combination of spiced beef, cheese, flour tortillas, like any configuration they want to throw at me. Like from Chipotle? 
No, I'm like talking actual actual Mexican, not Chipotle. <laughs> Why does this have to be a zero sum game? Why can't I have both? Why can't I enjoy food from all cultures? Yeah, that includes beef and or meat and carbs. The Canadians are a very forgiving people. I'm sure they'll let my japes go. <laughs> meat, carbs, and cheese. I just don't. Uh, from all cultures, welcome. Speaking of cultures coming together. We get to see coming over the dunes and around the sands, all of these motorcycles coming out of the woodworks. And there's one shot in particular around 20 seconds in of one of the motorcycles and they are kicking up sand. And Julia, I know you love it when sand and dust gets kicked up. Well, I think the shot is gorgeous of this tail getting kicked up. It's beautiful. But I do wonder why the person who's literally right next to her isn't doing the same thing. Uh, dunes. Dunes are funny. Dunes are funny. You're right. <laughs> Glad I could clear that up. Yes. Maybe she just has a very aggressive riding technique. Oh, uh, maybe she doesn't weigh as much. She got a lighter bike. Mm. She's hydroplaning on the sand. <laughs> she's drifting. <laughs> yeah. She's she's Tokyo drifting her bike <laughs> in the desert. That's the thing, It right? does look like the one lower down looks like she's got a lot more on her bike. Aha! See? So there you go. It also looks like a larger bike in general. Like the one up on the dune is kicking up a lot of dust, probably because she's got one of those dirt bike tires that has the wedges in it, mm-hmm. which is why you get those little stripes in the thrown cloud of sand, I guess you mm-hmm. call it. Whereas the larger one probably just has a boring regular fat tire as opposed to one of the cool sandy ones. Oh, yeah. I think the one lower down is like on more packed sand and the one mm-hmm. up on the dune is on looser sand. And that's why it kicks out. Anytime I ever see dunes, I just remember as a kid getting yelled at for climbing on dunes. Mm-hmm. God, it's really hard work. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Don't recommend it. It is. Climbing on dunes or yelling at kids? Oh, no, I definitely recommend yelling at kids. <laughs> yeah. Climbing on dunes <laughs> is difficult. Well, both both can be challenging, but... People take dunes very seriously. You do not want to mess with that. They're a precious natural resource. Listen, we have a state park in Indiana. We have a state park that is just... It's the Dunes State Park. We, we know about dunes. In Illinois? No, in Indiana. Indiana. Is that the one that's like nowhere near water? No, it's on Lake Michigan. Okay. Much like Canada and Mexico, Indiana and Illinois are exactly the same. <laughs> you know, you're, like, you're not super duper wrong. Liz is coming for me. You're just wrong enough for me to be annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> And that's how I get Liz to come to my house, because now she wants to beat me up. <laughs> I take my dunes seriously, Allison. So watch She's yourself. all the way to Pennsylvania to kick my ass. <laughs> so we go from that beautiful dirt shot to seeing Toast, Cheeto, and the Dag in the backseat of the rig, which I still hold that Cheeto and the Dag, amazing morning road crew. Or I, I was oh, okay. like, yeah, morning radio show. That's... Honestly, like, cr- let's do it. Let's start a morning radio show. Like Crazy show. Ira and the Douche. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do I want to be Cheeto or the Dag? I think I want to be Cheeto. Okay. I'll be the Dag. Great. Can that be our podcast? We've tried to start two podcasts and failed, so <laughs> sure. Why not a third yeah. one? I'm not sure anybody <laughs> wants good. to be Cheeto. She's meek and fragile 
and oh, her name is Cheeto the Fragile. I'm sure if she had the opportunity weak. to choose her name, she would have chosen something else. And she's I'll, completely I'm gonna dependent the name upon the dag. The dag is awesome. She's got a mouth on her. So this seems like the right name distribution. Yeah, <laughs> sounds accurate. <laughs> and the the dag also sounds like a euphemism for like a really dirty sexual act. So that checks so out also, for me. Also so, correct name distribution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i love the expressions that they've got on their faces they're like what is all of this i didn't know ladies could do cool stuff like this because they've been living in a bubble all their lives well not all their lives but most of their recent lives mm-hmm. furiosa must be blowing their minds this is the first proof that they have seen that this whole green place thing exists from this point back they've been completely relying on whatever furiosa has said to them her leadership Mm -hmm. she's offered no proof no nothing she doesn't have anything so this is the first time that they have seen people who aren't trying to kill them so i'm sure it's very reassuring Mm -hmm. i've watched this minute three times this is the first time i noticed there was a dude in the vehicle (laughs) i'm so observant are you talking about max or the war boy Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Max and Nux are there too. Wait, so there's actually a character in this name, Max? Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's his movie. He's the angry one. (laughs) He's mad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you mad, bro? You gotta watch the Um, first movie. Oh, yeah. It's the, I promise you, it's literally this whole thing. I like how the Road Warrior starts with like the, um, previously on Mad Max, which yeah. is just like footage from the prior movie. That's because they knew nobody saw the original Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you watch the um like the the first couple Friday the 13th sequels, they do the same thing where it's like the first 10 minutes of the movie is just the last 10 minutes of the one that came before. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like sequels in general could be really well served by doing that. I think so. Yeah. Avengers could have used it. Oh, God, yeah, let's add 10 more minutes to Endgame. <laughs> well, I don't know about everybody else, but I watched Infinity War one last time before I went and saw Endgame. Oh, yeah, I watched it like two weeks before. And they, it was, it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. right? Infinity War is on yeah. Netflix? Mm-hmm. As of this yes. recording. Now, Good as point. we're recording this, as we said earlier, it's Mother's Day, even though this episode is dropping in September. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Game of Thrones still has two episodes left to go, so we don't know if HBO is still around in September (laughs) or if their membership has dropped so drastically that they just don't exist anymore. (laughs) But if they need a new prestige drama, they could call up George Miller and be like, hey, make a prestige drama about the end of the world, because I know I would like to see that. And, you know, we could have a whole last time on Mad Max. (laughs) And do it for, like, a TV show. They had better still be around because they're um, doing the His Dark Material series with BBC. What? And I, I, you didn't know that, really? <laughs> no, like, the only thing I know about is they're doing The Watchmen yeah. as a series. Oh, yeah. Which I'm no, not they're doing His Dark in. Materials. I'm super excited. Oh, okay, I'm here for that. Oh, I'm going to cry so much. I don't know what that is. I'm already crying. The Golden Compass, do you okay. know? Okay. I never Blur saw the movie. Yeah. It's... It's actually a trilogy oh. of books that is much... Well, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't say it's much better personally, but I've heard yeah. much better than I the movie. I heard it's not great. They're yeah. great books. Okay. They are. It's like, it, it's like atheist kids lit. 
Basically, yeah. Because the, the thesis of the books is about killing God. That's deep. Uh, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. Don't feel like I need to read it now if I know that's what they're going to do. You don't know if they're successful or not. That's a good point. Yeah. Just because you know their objective doesn't mean they're going to succeed in it. <laughs> hey, you don't know Fury Road spelled out the thesis of the movie in the first few minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to draw everybody's attention to second 36 of this minute because it is the shot of the Valkyrie using a rope and pulley system to descend the tower. And I just want to say that I am so glad that this is a rope and pulley system and not just a static rope. Because if she had to slide down that rope, oh, it would be very uncomfortable to watch. Oh, no. The birds. Oh, now I'm crying again. I yeah, I'm, that's upsetting. I don't really understand. Because <laughs> she's, so there's like this big knot in it. She's not on top of the knot. She's clutching the knot with her thighs. That is not the most useful way to use that knot. Well, I mean, as long as she's got the a firm hold on the rope and she's not going to fall off, I guess it doesn't really matter where she's gripping on the thing. It's just important that... She's not sliding down the rope. Well, that is very important. She's just got real strong hands. Well, you gotta. I guess so. In a post-apocalypse, you can't be, you know, running around with a weak grip strength. Where would they get all the protein to keep that muscle strength up? I don't know. Julia, that other knot, that the big knot is just there so that the, they can... It is strategic. This is rated R, place. not NC-17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, strategic, it's a strategically placed yes. triple knot. Just like how her hair is very strategically draped. Yeah, she's got mm. that Alanis Morissette in the ironic video or whatever the hell video that was. Not ironic. The one hand in my pocket. Is it thank you? I don't know. How ironic would it be if she had no pockets in the one hand in my pocket video? <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't know what irony means, so that can't be the case. <laughs> That was a weird, like, that sounds like, yeah. that was like a weird, sounded rehearsed Alanis Morissette bit. That was great. What did Alanis ever do to you? I don't know. It wasn't rehearsed, I promise. She married Ryan Reynolds, right? What? They didn't did get she? married. They were together. They Wait, dated. What? For Did they not? Well, I mean, they're both Am Canadian, I right? Remember? I thought Ryan Reynolds, isn't he did the not, one who's married to Blake Lively? Do you, well, yeah, now. This was a long time yeah. ago. Do this you just was, assume that all Canadians know each other? I'm pretty sure they've all dated, right? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Based on what Alanis I've learned covering these Morrison. movies, all Australians know each other. Yeah, no, they definitely <laughs> dated. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, they they were engaged. Can I just say that Megan Gale has a beautiful body? Yes, you can, because that is correct. Well, I, she was a model. I don't understand how in this world of harsh sunlight and... <laughs> Like, not proper nutrition, how you can keep your body so beautiful. <laughs> like, what? How you can stand on top of a utility tower naked and not be, like, burned to a crisp? Yeah. I mean, mm. later on this she's week, we do see her, like, up close, and she does look pretty burnt. But her body as a whole is gorgeous. A wonderland? Genetics. It's genetic. <laughs> and there's no water. Like, how is she staying properly hydrated? That's true. She probably should look like a bodybuilder on show day, you know, where they're all like dehydrated and like sinewy. Yeah. I don't care about genetics, whatever your genetic makeup is, however hard you work, whatever you eat, it all comes down to water. If you mm. are not properly hydrated, you're not going to have a great looking body like that. Drink some water. 
I'm going to drink more of my hot toddy. <laughs> Ooh. So do you think the moo that the Valkyrie has thrown on, do you think that has pockets? <laughs> if she made it, then maybe because she would make herself clothing that she could carry around her trinkets in. Yeah, know. if this is like a matriarchal society, I feel like everything should have pockets. Yeah. Your desert survival trinkets. Yeah. I see this muumuu as functioning like a robe. So it's just a thing you throw on after you've been naked that's the intermediary between mm. actually getting dressed. Oh, this thing? I just threw it on. I like my robes that have pockets. <laughs> so that was going to yeah. be my question. Does your robe have pockets? <laughs> no, not the one I'm wearing right now. No pockets. It's unfortunate. It is. Well, that pretty much brings <laughs> us to the end of this minute. We'll be able to talk about more pockets <laughs> on Wednesday because we're going to get a closer look at the Vuvulini that have gathered around here. But at the end of the episode here, Liz and Allison, would you like to do some plugs? Oh, you know I would. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, if you liked if you liked hearing my Dune talk, boy, get ready, because oh sometime God. in the future, sometime, you can hear me and George Hendricks talk about all the Dunes on Way to Dune Minute, where we cover each minute of the movie Dune, which I have also not seen, <laughs> but it's like a whole bit for that show. I'm really selling it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get so many listeners from just that pitch. The only thing I know about Dune is that it's supposed to be really bad. And the, the Kyle MacLachlan's in it. Again, the book is very like good. I've read the book many times. Oh, I'm not reading that. And there's going to be a new movie by that Denny villain villain guy. <laughs> um, the, the what? Yeah. The, guy, the guy that did... Oh, I'm real, real sick, guys. Uh, <laughs> the trees are trying to that. kill you. Uh, <laughs> They are. Yeah, it's got Jason Momoa in it. He shaved his beard for it. And, oh, uh, that's why he shaved his beard? Yeah. I thought he just, you know... Oh. And maybe Zendaya? Well, now I'm against it on principle. Hang on. Yep. Denny. We all have, you know, internet at our fingertips. <laughs> he also mm. directed... Tell me a movie he did. Come on! <laughs> oh, it's gonna have Josh Brolin, too. Come on, Wikipedia! I don't care about his spouse. Dennis... Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Denny Villeneuve. He's French. Is he French? Yeah. He's French Canadian. He's French Canadian, yeah, yeah. So oh. Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. He did oh, he directed Sicario, Blade Runner 2049, Arrival, Prisoners. I don't know what that is. Uh yeah. But it has like everyone in it yeah and it seems oh it has uh poe dameron's in it pretty excited about that yeah. oh javier bardem's yeah. gonna be there he's uh, less interesting to me he didn't fly an x-wing <laughs> that's my litmus test i think did maybe zendaya did i say that yes already? i can't okay remember. can i confess something I zendaya i thought zendaya was a man zendaya is not a man no, nope. not I had never seen an image Lady. of Zendaya based solely on the ah. name. I thought it was a man, but no, Zendaya is a woman. No, wasn't there like an American Idol person or something whose name was like Zendaya? Oh, oh this isn't the same person. Oh yeah, no, it's not. Oh, I thought this was no, the American but I think Idol maybe, person. Maybe that's why I think it's a man. Wait. Sanjaya. Sanjaya. Okay. <laughs> that explains yeah, so people. much in my world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for Zendaya IMDb, is right? in Spider-Man Homecoming. 
That's what I love about this podcast project is that even after so many hundreds of episodes, I'm still learning new things about you. I say hundreds of episodes <laughs> as if that trumps the 10 years we've been married. So you just learned that I don't know the difference between <laughs> Zendaya, Zendaya and Zendaya. Zendaya. <laughs> Zendaya. Zendaya? Yes. <laughs> Why hasn't that come up before? Why would I ever talk about either of those people? I don't know. I thought we were best friends. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. To be fair, this is the first time somebody's talked about Sanjaya in maybe like seven and a half years. If I had to guess. Okay, so, so I, in my head, have been giving Sanjaya a lot of credit because I thought he had gone on to have like a whole career in acting and music. Mm. But it turns out that was Zendaya. Yes. Did, where did she come from? The Disney Channel or something? I think so. In Instagram? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, some sort of production line. She wore, uh, she dressed as Cinderella at the Met, Ball, Met Gala recently. Cool. Sounds a little tame. Oh, she was on Ball, a Disney you know? Channel sitcom yeah. called Shake It Up. Okay. Mm. Great. Glad we could learn about Zendaya. <laughs> and she did a, another... Uh, Disney Channel sitcom that she produced. Okay. Zendaya Minute. So that's what Liz is doing. Allison, <laughs> you got anything in the works or are you just hanging out? I would like to take this opportunity to plug the book series Dark Materials by <laughs> Philip Pullman. All right. You should go read it and then talk to me about it on the internet. I got nothing to plug. All right. Well, as for us, we will be coming back on Wednesday. We'll see the Vuvulini recognize Furiosa. They're going to talk about how long it's been, and the wives will depart from the war rig. The Mad Max Minute podcast is a fan project by Rick and Julia Ingham. The Mad Max franchise was created by George Miller and Byron Kennedy, is presented by Kennedy Miller Mitchell Productions, and distributed by Warner Brothers. Mad Max Minute is produced and edited by Rick Ingham. Our opening music is Verdi's Dies Irae by Daniel Batista of DanielBatista.com. Our home on the internet is MadMaxMinute.com. You can follow us on Twitter at MadMaxMinute, like us on Facebook by searching for MadMaxMinute, and join our Facebook listener group, MadMaxMinute Beyond Microphone. If you'd like to support the podcast, visit MadMaxMinute.com, where you can see what's in our Tee Public store, join our Patreon, or even donate to the show to help us keep the tanks full. Thank you for joining us for Minute 79 of Fury Road. We'll see you next time.